Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And boy, am I excited. You can feel it in my voice, can't you? Uh, better be of he's going to enter the ring against Callum Smith. Just been announced. Uh, let's read the report from Charles Brunner, good friend over BoxingNews24.com. Charles writes, Callum Smith has his work cut out for him in his title challenge against IBF, WBC, and WBO light heavyweight champion Artur Berdebiev on January 13th at the Centre Videotron, Quebec City, Canada. Callum will be in uncharted territory and have to rely on his instincts to get through the fight, says Charles. He continues on paper. The six foot four stork like Callum has had very little chance of defeating the two time Russian Olympian Berbiev because he showed his level in his one sided loss to Canelo Alvarez in 2020 and in his controversial 12 round unanimous decision win over John Ryder back in November 20, uh, 2019. And that was in his hometown of Liverpool. Callum looked awful in both of those fights, and he should have done the right thing by giving Ryder a rematch in a neutral venue like London. Instead of running it back against Ryder, Callum moved on and got a massive payday against Canelo in 2020, and he's fought just twice since then. Charles Brun doesn't know what it is about fighting Canelo. Once a fighter faces him, their careers slow to a crawl as, ambitious goes out, as ambition goes out the window, and they're never the same. Getting all that loot destroys motivation. The Better Bay of Smith fight was initially scheduled for August 19th, but was postponed until January 13th due to Better BF's need for dental surgery. Callum's trainer, James Buddy McGirt, said he's not bothered about the delay in the fight, and it's understandable because he needs as much preparation time as possible for him to get ready for the unbeaten Better BF 19-0, by the way, 19 knockouts. Callum, by the way, he's sporting a 29-1 record, 21 knockouts, is getting this title shot against Better BF on a silver platter without having had to work for it like regular fighters. As all he did to get the opportunity was beat veteran Lennon Castillo and little-known Mathieu Baudrillique to become the WBC mandatory. Ideally, Callum should have had beat these contenders to get a crack at Better BF's belts. Joshua Boatzi, Dan Aziz, Anthony Yard, and Richard Rivera. And as we know, a couple of those ch chaps are fighting very soon. But uh, let's move along to uh, some more news about that particular card, in particular, the undercard. As initially planned, WBC number one, WBA number two, IBF number three, super middleweight Christian Mabili will be part of the boxing card on January 13th, as I said, over at the Center Video Tron in Quebec City, featuring unified WBC, WBO, and IBF light heavyweight champ, Arthur Bidibioff. Mabili, he's 25-0, 21 knockouts, a rising star, will defend his WBC Continental Americas and WBA international titles in the evening semifinal against the number nine IBF contender, Rohan Murdoch. Who? 27-2, 19 knockouts, which will be broadcast live on ESPN in the United States, as well as in Canada on that channel called Punching Grace. Christian and Billy had this to say about Rohan. Ro uh, Rohan Murdoch is a quality opponent with a completely different style from my recent opponents. It will also be an opportunity to gain new fans before my crowning as world champion. I look forward to starting training camp and can't wait to be in Quebec on January 13th to wow the crowd. Okay. 
Zhilai Zhang, let's move along to the heavyweights. A representative uh, for Zhilai Zhang, according to BoxingScene.com, says he doesn't have high hopes that this charge will ever get to square off against anti-Joshua. China Zhang is coming off a rousing third-round knockout of Joe Joyce in their rematch last month and is more definitive than their first encounter in April, which ended with Zhang stopping Joyce in the sixth round. The two consecutive wins over a once highly regarded contender have made the Chinese Southpaw a hot commodity these days within the heavyweight ranks, as we all know. And after the win over Joyce, Zhang immediately called out Tyson Fury, the WBC champion, to a showdown. That matchup, however, will not materialize anytime soon, since Fury has a scheduled fight with Francis Nagano on October 28th. And people are wondering, you know, given the pay-per-view price, uh, whether they're paying for a fight or whether for paying for uh, the fighter's next vacations, followed by a showdown with Alexander Yusek for the undisputed heavyweight championship. Zhang's second most desirable option is to take on London's Joshua, a former titleist and one of the biggest stars in British sports for the past decade. But according to Terry Lane, a co-manager for Zhang, Joshua is not Joshua, nor his handlers, Chief Lee's promoter Eddie Hearn of Matchroom, have no interest in that fight. Eddie knows, Lane said, put the contract in front of us. We'll sign it right this second to fight AJ. We'll sign it right this second. Okay, that's Lane speaking on behalf of Zhang. We could do it in China. We could do it in Saudi Arabia. We could do it in the UK. We have multiple options. The money's there. This is what we want to do. I know their side, no matter what they say publicly, they want nothing to do with this fight. They want nothing to do with Zhao Zhang. So they're avoiding him. But listen, that's the fight we want. Zhang, by the way, he's 26-1-1, 21 knockouts. He has two fights remaining with Queensbury Promotions was previously promoted by Hearn's matchroom, but they parted ways after Zhang dropped a disputed decision to Philip Hergovic last August. Lane has suggested the likes of Josh Joseph Parker and Luis Ortiz for Zhang's next fight. Hearn has indicated that Joshua, 26-3, and three, could return to the ring in December. So let's wait and see, I suppose, is that answer. Speaking of wait and see, hopefully a uh, good friend, British boxer, Connor Cockhill, uh, gets out of hospital soon. Uh, hospital scans uh, found a bleed on his brain uh, a week after his knockout loss on the Wood versus Warrington undercard. Uh, let's see how he's doing here. Uh, the featherweight star is under observation after complaining of headaches since appearing on the Lee Wood versus Josh Warrington card. Um, Coghill fell uh, to a 12th round technical knockout defeat against Hopi Price that was in Sheffield, as you'll recall, back October 7th. Price won the WBA Continental Belt as he handed Coghill his first professional loss. The 28-year-old had been knocked down four times before referee Bob Williams stopped the bout in the final round. His trainer, Steffi Bull, has now confirmed he's in stable condition in hospital. Um... Bull said Connor has made he has had headaches since his boxing contest uh, last week. Obviously, it's devastating news for Connor, as boxing has been his life since a young age. But he's stable, he's resting, and wants people to respect his time during this difficult period. Everyone at Steffi Bull Promotions are praying for a full recovery and wish him good health. And we'll keep you all updated. 
So let's have a quick look uh, in conclusion to this particular episode at what's happening on the Olympic side of things for many of those amateurs around the world who are currently taking part in the various uh, tournaments underway. For example, uh, 30 boxing places at the Paris 2024 uh, are on offer when America's qualifying tournaments get underway uh, uh, at the Pan American Games taking place in Chile. So 30 spots available to be taken by boxers uh, from the Americas. Anyway, uh, James Slater over at Boxing247.com writes, for so, so many people all around the world, the very notion that boxing may one day and one day soon be wiped off the roster as far as the super prestigious, yes, indeed, life-changing Olympic Games are concerned is a terrifying one. But it's true. Boxing could become a sport no longer featured at the Olympics. We've heard talk of this effect recently with the IBA, International Boxing Association, losing their recognition to the IOC uh, in June of this year. The decision is being appealed, but boxing, which has been a huge part of Olympic Games since 20, 1920, is a sport that IOC President Thomas Bach wants to see remain as part of the Olympic program. For now, boxing will stay where it is as far as the Olympics go, with boxing to be featured in Paris 2024, but after that, who knows? For now, boxing at 2028 in Los Angeles is, quote, on hold. We want boxing on the program. We have no problem with boxing or boxers. We have a problem with the governing body, Box said. The problem Walk and his colleagues have with the governing body, that's the IBA, is down to the concerns regarding the IBA's officiating, their finances, and ability to govern suitably. There have been suggestions of corruption in some Olympic boxing matches, and on it goes. But on to brighter news, as I said, there are some games uh, coming up. The next stage of the Olympic boxing qualification pathway is Paris, as uh, Paris 2024 gets underway. Uh, it will be this week uh, when 130 male and female boxers will compete for, those, as I said, those 30 quota places in the America's qualification tournament at the 2023 Pan American Games in Santiago, Chile. And this, as you know, is being organized, produced by World Boxing. The boxing competition will run from uh, October 20, October 19th to 27th and take place at the Olympic Training Center in Nanua across six weight divisions for women and seven for men. The top two from each category will successfully book their place at Paris 2024 with exceptions in the women's 27 and 60K, uh, where uh, the top four boxers will qualify. So far, 104 boxers have secured their places at Paris 2024, following the first three continental qualifying events in Europe, Africa, and Asia. The full boxing schedule for the America's Qualification Tournament at the 2023 Pan American Games in San Diego uh, begins October 19th, with the session one preliminary rounds uh, moving through October 20th for the preliminary rounds, uh, October 21st, the uh, preliminary rounds and session two preliminary rounds uh, before concluding finally, as I said earlier on October 27th. Uh, details of the draw and results of all the action will can be viewed on the worldboxing.org website. Right, boxing fans around the world, thank you very much for joining me. Appreciate it very much. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and we'll see you later on at 4 p.m. when I join Mike Orr for his show, Knuckle Up. Thank you.